The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to B-Movies and Ebooks. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And it is episode 98. How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah. Getting 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 busy. Things are ramping up. Yeah, so to speak. You're you're taking your projects to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> to space and to the moon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one's gonna know what that means because no one heard this conversation before we started recording. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. So this is end of the year episode. I apologize for my upcoming coughing and shit because I got bronchitis. Yay. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it's a traditional near the end of January uh, <laughs> end of the year <laughs> review show. Yeah, but I mean, if I release it this week, we'll make it in the second week of January. Maybe the earliest we've ever done it. I think that will be the earliest we've ever done it. Yeah. Last year, we did an episode before we did our end of the year review. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine that we recorded that in late December. Or we just don't care. No, I was Some, in Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, being in Africa, uh, you had other things going on other than movies and books. Actually, yeah, it sounds well, like movies booked. were like, yeah, the the exact opposite of what was happening in Africa. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> we got we got some news things. Uh, oh, are we, uh, yeah, I guess we'll do news. I mean, why not, right? <laughs> yeah, I think in the past we have. Also, why are we acting like this has ever been a structured thing? So what's new with the news? Um, We've got some casting notifications for the new Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV show. Ooh, have they cast Sabrina yet? They have. Who is it? Um, I'm bringing it up so I can horribly mispronounce her name. Um, Kiernan Shipka. Kiernan the, Shipka? The from... Yeah, the, from Mad Men. I'm just kidding. I don't know her. Uh, <laughs> Kiernan Shipka. All right. Let's see who she is. Did you watch Mad Men? Oh, okay. Yeah. Don Draper's daughter. Yeah. Uh, she would be a good Sabrina. Yeah. I think it's a like, great casting choice. Especially if they're going... Now, they are going right. to go like uh, Lovecrafty and, and weird with it, right? Um, I've heard something like... Uh, rosemary's baby meets something else i don't remember but they were both horror movies <laughs> like it wasn't even like rosemary's baby meets you know riverdale it was like rosemary's <laughs> baby and the exorcist i think is what it was <laughs> yeah okay well then i mean that she would be a good uh, casting choice for that yeah yeah i think it's a good idea all right so uh, a thing that kind of caught my eye and i guess that it's uh it's, you know, a pretty much a huge news story that uh, people will be talking about anyway, but so we're not reporting it first or anything. 
But, what? <laughs> I mean, most of our news, we're never reporting first. And, because, Dude, uh, I, I go out and I hit the beat. <laughs> I, I investigate yeah. uh, on other sites. Well, uh, <laughs> so apparently... Um, uh, Donald Glover. Uh, oh fuck! Never mind. This isn't even a big story. What? Tell me nothing. Oh. I like things about Donald Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover's had a great career. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a cool guy, and I would hang out with him if he ever contacted me. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I had new story. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> have you this just in? I would be friends with Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god Al. <coughs> yeah um <laughs> all right so uh do you see uh the new kickboxer trailer with john claude van damme no kickboxer <laughs> retaliation is what it's called wait what does this have to do with donald glover nothing donald glover story's <laughs> dead let's move on <laughs> move on <laughs> i thought this was gonna end up with John claude Van Damme versus Donald Glover in the new Kickboxer movie. And no. I'm super excited. No, no, no. It's me being way out of touch. <laughs> is what it is. Like, this is going to be a huge story. It's like an old... Did you know that Donald Glover is it's... also the rapper Childish Gambino? <laughs> Did you know Community's returning back for season two? Like, it's that old of news. Uh, but okay yeah so Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, kickboxer retaliation trailer so that's something I want to watch the Johnson TV show have you seen that Jean-Claude Van Johnson yeah Uh, yeah you cut out that's why I repeated it Uh, no I haven't it kind of looked a lot like JCVD to me though yeah like a TV version of that yeah, which I like JCVD until it got real, real just sad and shitty in the middle. Like, <laughs> well, no, there's, did you ever watch it? I did not. Okay. So it's like this French film, you know, like it's, um, it's all subtitled and stuff. And then in the middle, you know, he's in a bank heist in the film uh, is what's happened. Like, but it's supposed to be him in real life. And he's Jean-Claude Van Damme. And people are yeah. all looking at him to be a hero, right? And then all of a sudden, and the like toward the end, he gives the best acting display of his entire life. But it's... Uh, did I mention this is an art house film? This is not like a kick-ass type. <laughs> so anyway, like he's playing himself and he's like basically like cheated on my wife and blah, blah, blah. You know, the money got to my head and... Blah, blah, blah. And so anyway, so then in the middle, right whenever he could, you know, kick some ass, take some names, he like cowers. And then like the whole scene like kind of falls apart and then he elevates real high and he and the camera elevate real high. And he's like, now that we're up here, I can tell you what I'm really thinking (laughs) and all this. Yeah, it's it's so bizarre. So bizarre. Like, um. And he's just like, he at that moment, like he gives the best of his life. And he's basically like, you know, I'm not really, he's like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good at martial arts, but I'm kind of a shitty person, you know, is basically, he's like, I, I traded my career or, you know, being involved with my kids for my career and all this stuff. And just, just like crying 
and shit. It's bizarre. But anyway, great movie. Weird scene. Also the best scene of his career. <laughs> See, I think Jean-Claude Van Damme is not a bad actor. Like, I really do. Um, he, he's been in a lot of terrible movies. Yeah. Right. And then a lot of great movies like Time Cop. But it's like, <laughs> I don't think he's a bad actor. I think he's just got like not a lot to work with sometimes. Yeah. We, we were having a similar conversation with Martin Short the other day in our group text. How, yeah. how I like Martin Short. Think he's, he's great. His career hasn't been as promising as, as Steve Martin's and a lot of the early SNL people. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I got you. I mean, I don't think he's a good actor. I mean, Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme, do you think he's like a really good actor? Like, I think he actually is a good actor. A really good actor. Yeah. Well, I don't, he, he's not like Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> he's like Daniel Day-Lewis with splits. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. You know if Daniel Day-Lewis had a role that called for him to do the splits. I'd learn the splits. He would become the best splits guy ever. Yeah. You know that's what would happen. He just walks in. He would become it. like a world class gymnast just yeah. to do the splits once in a movie. Yeah, he's a he's a bizarre bizarre individual. Uh, something tells yeah. me hanging out with him would not be fun though. No, maybe he's really down to earth. He's like a cobbler that lives in the woods. I, I think that cobbler thing he's not still doing that. <laughs> I like to think he is. <laughs> like you like to think that there's just a shop where you can go in. Daniel Day Lewis is there. Yeah, I like to think that he's more like. Did you ever watch that TV show back whenever we were kids, where that gnome lived in the woods and he was a veterinarian? <laughs> yes, I, I like to think that that's Daniel Day Lewis. God, what was the name <laughs> of that show? Edward the Gnome. I don't remember what it was called. That's why I called it that gnome show where he lived in the woods and he was a veterinarian. <laughs> David the Gnome. <laughs> that's what it was. Oh, yeah, that's a bad show. He wrote a fox. Uh, dude, I never really watched that when we were kids. I, I just know of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I brought it up when we were kids. Oh, my God, did you see last night's David the Gnome? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I didn't think he was going to be able to cure that rabbit, but he did. <laughs> so that's all he did? He just saved animals? Yeah, he was a veterinarian. And- Ah, uh, well, cool. All right. Oh, uh, so I have one more piece of news. Uh-huh. <laughs> have you heard of Castle Rock? New J.J. Abrams TV shows coming out. Yeah, yeah, it's coming on I'm, Hulu, right? Yeah, and it's all I'm excited Stephen about King's that universe. shared universe Stephen King TV yeah. show. Yeah, it should be cool. Um, it, I mean, because it's got all of the the most horrific Stephen King uh, short stories and stuff in the, in that universe. Stand by me, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it should but be did, cool. Did you hear what Stephen King said about it? What I have no involvement in it, maybe shit. Yeah, or he something. was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I think he kind of so, gave him carte blanche to take, uh, you know, a certain number of his things. So yeah, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't need any sort of like, you know, career bump. Or anything. Yeah, and people <laughs> learned long ago to separate the movies from the TV shows. Because, yeah. gosh, there's some bad movies. Um, you know, I heard that he... Well, he has a... Um, 
I, I guess a agreement with like Castle Rock Entertainment, where he gets they get like any of his sh- stuff for a dollar, <laughs> but he gets like control over it. But I heard he will also do the same or a similar thing for his short films for uh, up and coming filmmakers. Yeah, yeah, he he does. I mean, it, they, for it has short to be novels. It has to be non-commercial. Yeah, yeah, but that's awesome. Yeah. So you just go make Stephen King movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got one last piece of news. and oh, go for it. I think this is why we didn't lead with this. What the hell are we thinking? Um, did you see Animaniacs is coming back? I did. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why we didn't lead with it dude that's gonna be awesome Animaniacs was a great show it was a very good show and it's not and like a reboot yeah it's just like season four or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah so we'll see how it goes I mean I don't I, I hope they just don't acknowledge anything like being off the, just just pick up where they left off and go yeah now is everything coming back like pinking the brain and slapping the squirrel and stuff like that I don't know. I would imagine Slappy will. <laughs> well, you think Pinky and the Brain got too big to come back? Well, I don't know how the licensing would go if they're still a property of that or since they got their own show, if they're not, you know. Yeah, it's true. And so, I don't know. Who knows? The, but, the finer, you know, inner politics of animated <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm thinking maybe we we don't even take a break, right? Just we go just right go into straight it? into it. It's, okay. Uh, we're doing our top five of the year. Yes. And it probably, this is how it's going to work. Uh, you're going to give a ranked top five, and then I'm going to do several different favorites of categories. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it usually goes. Yeah, I do a ranked top five. <laughs> With no honorable mentions, you'll come in with a ton of honorable mentions at the yeah. end. I will feel compelled to look up and think of other yeah. movies while I'm doing it in between uh, number two and number one. Yeah, That's yeah. what's going to happen. This is this is the prediction. This is how it's happened every other year. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's so go. You want to start or, or do I'll, I? I'll start. I'll start. Okay. Um, so th- my first one is my favorite comedy of the year. Okay. Uh, oh, also I don't have actual categories. So I have like two horrors on here and stuff. <laughs> uh, okay. But uh my favorite comedy of the year, uh directed by Michael Showalter, released in June 23 of last year. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh The Big Sick. God dog it, that's my number 4. Really? Yeah. Okay. The, um that that movie, uh, I'm not even gonna lie, was freaking hilarious, but an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I got you. I, it's the only comedy on my list. It it's like it was kind of insane because I mean I, I don't want to get you know in too personal into it or whatever, but there's a lot of stuff in it that like hit home. Yeah, you know. Um, and so it was it was hard to watch a lot of times <laughs> um but it was it was really funny and there was a lot of stuff that was uh shouldn't have been funny 
Oh yeah, that was that was freaking hilarious, and uh, Ray Romano was great in it. Yeah, Ray Romano and Holly Hunter both were awesome. Yes, uh, it made I like me. Holly yeah, I do too. Uh, it made me laugh out loud multiple times. Yeah, like me too. Uh, uh, his nine eleven joke was great. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, um, without context, that sounds bizarre. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, it so basically in a nutshell if you haven't seen it it didn't really get a whole huge release because it got a limited release and it went straight to amazon because it was bankrolled by amazon you know yeah and so which i didn't know until the credits oh really i, I thought it was just like a <laughs> a normal like low budget show walter movie no i mean it's judd apatow right like uh, was a- i think he yeah i think his production company did it yeah okay uh yeah, so uh, I don't know if Apatow actually produced it. So basically, it's the real, like, it's the true life story of uh, his wife, uh, he and his wife, and how they met. K- and, Kum- Kumal Nanj- Nanjilomani? I can't say his name. Kumal Nanjiani. Nanjiani, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, Nanjiani. Uh, yeah. And his wife, Emily Gordon. And so anyway, they they meet at, you know, he's, he's a stand up, struggling stand up at this point. They meet and then they fall in love and then she gets very sick and has to be induced into a coma. They break up first and then she gets sick. And then it's like kind of becomes the story of him bonding with her parents. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, they did fall in love before they split up. Yeah, but right before she got sick, they broke up hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. So... um, (laughs) Yeah, it was it was a very uh, it was a very interesting movie, interesting story. Um, I actually only knew about it prior to this. I only knew that that's what happened because of Pete Holmes' podcast. He was talking about how. Oh, I saw like an interview with him or oh, something really? like uh, as the, like back whenever this movie actually came out. Oh no, I'm talking Daily like, Show or something like that. I'm talking like uh, pre me ever watching. Silicon Valley. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Like back because before I watched Silicon Valley, uh, I only knew him from at midnight and I, I did not think he was funny at all. And you never watched the meltdown with Jonah Ray and him. I, I don't have comedy central, <sighs> but no. And I wouldn't watch it cause fuck Jonah Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I, Brian, show me a bunch of stickers. <laughs> So anyway, um, but no, like a really, really good movie. If you hadn't seen it, it's on Amazon Prime, at least in America. I'm not sure what's up overseas uh, or across the pond. (laughs) But anyway, so number five, I guess this is my number five now, since that was my number four, right? Because yeah, you. you, Yeah, Yeah, I stole one from you, which happens usually. All right. And so I'm going to go ahead and. Say this will be the most divisive one on my list, probably. Go for it. Go for it. All right. So every once in a while, a movie comes along that actually kind of reminds you that cinema itself is like a, a very specific medium, you know? Like we're so used is this to... the emoji movie? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, it's a very... Like it, cinema is special just as books are special. Books use your imagination a lot more than, than movies, which show you directly, you know? Yeah. And, and so it's easy to forget that mediums 
like themselves matter, you know? So I turned this movie on and it's a allegorical tale. It's Mm -hmm. not uh, a very strict narrative, borderline (laughs) pretentious. In fact, I wouldn't even say borderline, a pretentious film Um, directed by Darren Aronofsky. This is Mother, starring Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem. I was not expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, yeah, this movie could not be, it wouldn't have had the impact if it was uh, a book. Because the visuals do take you completely off guard. Um, I don't even know that I really even enjoyed it on the level that I did <laughs> Happy Death Day, which is a film that I, I, I thought was fun as hell, but not really. Which will come up later in your top five. No, no. But this was <laughs> neck and neck. Like, like, huh. I liked Happy Death Day better. This one I've been thinking about. You know, it just kind of sticks with you. And so... Uh, basically this film is about a man and his wife and he lets some people into his house and that is it. That's it. However, you know, the allegorical tale, uh, really will, will hit you and, and it plays a lot, uh, in, uh, gender dynamics as well as, you know, if you want to take it at a little more literal value than, like as if he's some representation of God and something like that. So anyway, yeah. I don't know. It, it's very, uh, it's an interesting film. Not a very uh, pick me up kind of movie though. So anyway, Mother. It's, it's, it's not as you know. Uh, what's a what's the word I'm looking for? It's not as fun of a romp as the Big Sick. <laughs> it really isn't. Uh, but we're starting off with some downers. Oh, it gets worse. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> the number one on my list uh, is incredibly nihilistic. So anyway, okay. All right, all right. Uh, so I guess um, in, in no particular order <laughs> for my top five, okay. um, I'm gonna go with a more like sci-fi fantasy action movie sort of deal. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, this one uh, didn't actually get a lot of praise, I think, but uh, I really appreciated it for what it was. Um, ju- released in July 20th. Uh, well, that was its German release, but the, I think it came out there first, but whatever. Directed by Luke Benson or Besson, uh, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Luke Besson. Besson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Um, that movie. <laughs> no, don't it, do it. <laughs> oh no, no, you can't stop me. Uh, no, it was. It, it's basically um, a space opera style movie. Um, two agents are on a quest to save the world. That's basically the plot. Um, but I mean, there, there's there's more to it, but it's 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 about kind of like what you're saying that it's it's sort of uh, a uh, love letter to the medium sort of deal like it's a it's a it's a comic book is what it's based off of uh, an old french comic book but it's so like visually interesting mm-hmm. you know that it's like it it really comes alive on the screen 
uh, it's one of the few movies that I kind of wish I had actually seen in 3D. Wow. Like, yeah, that doesn't ever happen. I hate 3D stuff, but I feel like it would have been, you know, it's like going to see Avatar in 3D. You know, if I had seen Avatar in 2D, I may have just started a fire. The 3D was the Avatar, only part of it that was worth a shit. If you, if you want to see Avatar in 2D, just go watch Fern Gully. Yeah, right? or Dances with Wolves. Yeah, or Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, anything emerging themselves in another culture and finding out that that culture has value, that's Avatar. <laughs> yeah, so like coming to America, it's not even like at all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. If there was a reverse coming to America. Yeah. Going to Africa. Okay, anyway. Um, so... <laughs> It, it it was it was probably one of the most interesting looking movies I've ever seen. Um, now, my only criticism about it was or, or it's, it's kind of a double edged sword. It was really long. OK, but I wanted it to be longer. Does that make sense? Like there was so much touched upon it uh, and it didn't really go into detail for like a lot of the random aliens or things i wanted more of that yeah now unfortunately it pretty much bombed at the box office so we're probably not gonna get more of it yeah <laughs> so it's kind of sad but yeah there you go that's that one Just, well, cool it because it was it was done by you know the same guy who did uh la femme Nikita. and <laughs> He did. Yeah. It's <laughs> stylistically not the same. <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, yeah. yeah, there was actually some references to Fifth Element in it, too, that he threw in there. Yeah. But anyway, the Just a full on Chris Tucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Anyway, th- that's that's my number four, I guess. All right. Well, you get to go next because we, oh, both... we already did your number four. Yeah. OK, hold on. Um, let's see. That's that one. Oh, I'm going to pick a superhero movie. No, don't do it. Oh, you can't stop. This is the same joke. (laughs) Not even a good one. No. I mean, when we've been doing this for, let's face it, over a hundred episodes, because there are some that are not numbered the same. Yeah. Uh, your jokes are going to get stale. We're only human. I mean, I would say... And as an extension of that, the entire show will get stale. (laughs) Maybe we need to bring in a cousin Oliver. Oh, dude. Yeah. Or we could adopt a kid like me and you adopt a kid. That's that's what I was talking about. Like actually get a kid. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Maybe we could get like, obviously a 30, 40 year old man. Like that. They still have those at the adoption place, right? That'd be cheaper. (laughs) Like, come on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but no like um, yeah we, we would get that and like you know so that way we don't have to like take care of them or anything but like you know just hey, dude Vern Troyer if we could get Vern Troyer <laughs> uh, I was thinking you know if we're gonna if we're gonna adopt a 30 year old man we're probably still gonna have to take care of him oh no that's because no no I mean if he's a 30 year old man that's still up for adoption oh yeah never mind hey I don't like this idea him. let's just deal with low ratings <laughs> Okay, (laughs) so superhero movie, one uh, that redefined the genre 
Huh? I love how uh, at the end of the year, all of a sudden we decide we're like fucking critics. Yeah, that, that we're actually critics. <laughs> okay, so this was a cool film and I liked it a lot. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, yeah. All right, released um, May 23rd, mm-hmm. uh, directed by James Mangold, Logan. I loved um, Logan. That was good. It was good. It was very much like um, a Western more than a superhero. Like crotchety old dude rolls into town and has to save everybody. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it was... If you've ever read the the comic Old Man Logan, it's basically that. It's um, Wolverine is, is pretty much in retirement. There are no real superheroes anymore. Um and then something happens. He he meets a girl, a little girl, and is basically pulled into becoming a superhero again. Yeah. And it's a coming out of retirement, I'm too old for the shit style story. And it's incredibly violent. And it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's an awesome movie. I mean, honestly, it's probably, uh, as far as superhero movies go... I mean, probably the best superhero movie ever made. <laughs> I mean, you may be stretching it, but okay. No, I mean, it, like, just because it's not, it's not as played out as as your your typical superhero stuff. You know, I rewatched Deadpool recently, uh, which I I'd, good. I'd seen twice. You know, once when it very first came out in theaters, and once when it first hit DVD. And I bought it for a dollar, and it's been sitting there. And I rewatched it. That movie's so good. Like it's yeah, so funny. It's really it's, good. Yeah, I don't know. I just I I'm, don't. I'm excited for number two. Yeah, I am too. I'm a little sad that Kira Knightley's not playing Cable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Josh you know, Brolin's gonna be a good Cable though. Oh, he's gonna be great. Yeah. And it's it's funny because he's Cable in that, and then he's gonna be Thanos and Avengers. Yeah. Anyway, but um. Yeah, if you haven't seen Logan and you like superhero movies, you like Wolverine, then definitely check it out. All right. Well, my number three was released February 24th. Um, directed, well, it's a, yeah, yeah okay. Anyway, uh, it, directed by Jordan Peele, Get Out. Yeah, that was mine too. That's your number two? Well, yeah, it was going to be on my t- in my top horrors. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a number two. <laughs> I, I hate it. Like, because you should I can't have, do it. I you can't have to do d- like, at least tell the best uh, your favorite movie of the year, right? Yeah, I guess. So, but, okay. but but what I'm saying is like I can't do it. I for some reason I just have a huge problem ranking different genres. Uh, okay, well, get out. Um, uh, <laughs> you're telling me to leave. Yeah, yeah. No, get out. I. I mean, there's been so much said about this movie in terms of a the contents of it, b yeah. b the uh, the technical, you know, how well it was made and how every single shot mattered. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, it was, and in fact, I was watching a thing where uh, they were asking Jordan Peele if this was intentional, and there were quite a few things that I missed uh, that were intentional. Like, yeah, I need to go rewatch it again. Yeah, there's some interesting things uh, that I never would have guessed 
uh, were intentional like about it. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get into it because a, I, I was watching this while folding clothes. So I, mm-hmm. I, I probably have some of it missing, but yeah, there's, there's some interesting, interesting things, everything down to, uh, what was the most superfluous, there were like the numbers, the bid amounts, <laughs> like it, it insane uh, amounts. Now there were some things that uh, fans picked up on and made a thing that he's like, nah, that actually is random. I didn't have <laughs> anything. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was a very, very well-made movie. Yeah. And it, if he's able uh, to, to continue on with, because uh, he's going to be doing like social horror films, right? Yeah. Socially conscious is, horror films. Which is a, a niche that I didn't know needed to be filled. I, I don't know. I'm excited to see what he's what he's doing, because honestly, if you were going to take and make socially conscious horror films like filling that genre and you had a crappy director those would suck so bad it it would be the it would be the horror equivalent of god's not dead yes those would be like terrible if it if it's ham-fisted um then it it would be it, it would be unwatchable but yeah, him being like able to the just... regular version of God's Not Dead. <laughs> um, no, no, I mean, like, I think what set get get out apart from you know uh, the what you're expecting is it wasn't just like anti right wing. No, like no, that. yeah, that's how the... it was. It was very much against um, the left too, sorta. <laughs> well like in in for the most part yeah yeah i mean it, it it was it was just about racism you know and it happens on both sides of the coin um you know, there there's there's a kanye song that i'm not going to quote because it says the n-word a few times <laughs> that that deals with the same thing um you wait, know wait, about wait, wait. like there's a kanye song that talks about racism and says the N word. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> but, dude just designed shoes <laughs> and amazing t-shirts. Have you seen his t-shirts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the plain white one. That's like $500. Yeah. It says white on it. Oh, have you seen? There's one. Maybe he didn't do the white shirt. I don't know. But yeah, there's one shirt that just says white on it. That's crazy expensive. That's so good. But yeah, he, well, dude, you know, when Kanye released his last shoes, <laughs> our top five list. Go ahead. Go Kanye, ahead. He released his last shoes, right? They were terrible. I don't know if you saw them. They did not make Aren't headlines. they the ones that you sent to me and said you were going to buy one? No, those were, no, those were <laughs> Yeezy Boost. I, I got to get those. I just got to wait. No, these were only at certain boutiques and then you had to buy shoes, right? But the, the shoes were 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of okay, I guess, yeah, not that for bad. Kanye. And so, but to buy him, you had to buy one of his shirts and shorts to bringing the total to like $900. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I so. thought you were going to say something crazy. Like, you could buy them, but you have to assemble them yourself. <laughs> but you have to write Kanye a hit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that'd be good. <laughs> it's right. a three barn record. Get out. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah get out was amazing uh just i am really actually glad it was such a hit um because i mean like i really like key and peel and it's you know i guess it's nice to see uh, a director doing something different and getting recognition for it well that that and also you know we've seen kind of keegan michael key's acting career take yeah. off a lot bigger than Jordan Peele's. So for a while it was kind of like, well, what's Jordan Peele doing? Yeah. Yeah. Key and Peele. And then if this is what he's doing, hell, that's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, I can't wait to see. And plus I loved all the horror key and Peele shit. You know, yeah. they, they were, it was so good <laughs> so, anyway, but yeah. So yeah, get out. Awesome film. All right. What's yours? Okay. So I'm going to, cause I'm on that. That was my next one. Oh, so do I get Let's to go get twice out. now? Yeah, you can go twice. Okay. Go We're going to this. Oh, man. This was released in September. I don't even, I don't remember you who ready. directed you it. You weren't ready. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> caught me off guard. Uh, so this was released. Hold on. Let me see something. I don't want anybody to ever say that the show is scripted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was released September 8th. Um, it's a film that I'd been waiting for years to see uh definitely my most anticipated film of the year uh and for the most part it lived up to what my expectations but i cannot wait to see where part two takes us it's directed by andy muschietti uh it damn it what <laughs> was that your number that one that was my next one oh <laughs> okay well <laughs> we can talk about it yeah uh yeah. Okay. You want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Yeah. Whatever. You can go first. That movie was brutal. Like not <laughs> not just like it, it wasn't brutal, just on a, a actual physical level. Although the first scene, my God, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the, it was like emotionally destructive. <laughs> not not like it made me sad or anything like that, but like. It was, it was genuinely scary. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, uh, and and well, all the kid was it? No, it, okay. I wasn't. I don't mean like I'm cowering under the covers <laughs> or anything like that. No, it I was, got you. I just, it was like a legitimately creepy movie. You know, um, there's a lot of horror nowadays that's just like gory but not scary yeah or, or rely so much on jump scares you know or, or things like that which i think we've kind of passed out of the era of the jump scare yeah that it's was kind of going PG-13 away 13 yeah but i mean like there's so much out there that's just the same old things or you know whatever and this one had some genuinely creepy things the amount of detail in it was great. Um, I don't know. It was it was so well done. Yeah. No, I, I loved it. I I only saw it once though. I, I'm it comes out on DVD this week. I think on the last podcast I said that uh, it was coming out right before Christmas or something. But Not that the first was just time the digital the, release. Not but. the first time that we've been wrong. 
Yeah. But what's funny is I, I even was like, yeah, it's, I think it's coming out on DVD this week. I don't know when the digital release is. <laughs> and it's like, that's <laughs> when it was. But anyway, uh, yeah, it should be coming out, uh, I believe, this this week. So anyway, I can't wait to watch it again. I uh, it's on it. iTunes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said it did. Yeah. You don't know when the DVD is. Yeah, yeah I oh. will be buying it. Um, I, I'd like you, to see. I really hope that they have some of the... Uh, some of the like uh, a lot of behind the scenes shit on the Blu-ray, you know. I'm sure they do because that's, that's like the only reason people ever buy discs anymore. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched, or since I went and bought one for me that wasn't mm-hmm. just like at a. You know, I buy dollar DVDs and shit all the time, but yeah. anyway. But I felt like that that actually did have a lot of jump scares. Going back to it, there was a couple. Um. You know, like uh, when he was, uh, when Bill uh, saw his brother in the cellar basement, that, I mean, but like a lot of it was like just more creepy stuff, you know, Um, like how creepy did it make just a balloon, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean. I don't know. It, it was good. I really, really, obviously, it's my second favorite of the yeah. year. A, a really, really good film. I loved it. And I know, like, there was a whole bunch of, you know, there was a whole people, a whole bunch of people pissed off at the new Pennywise. Why? Right? Especially, well, no, before anything was even shown. No. Um, especially whenever it was the kid um from oh we're the Maze runner yeah and where the millers was like cast as it <laughs> and they're like oh this is going to be terrible but i mean i think he probably could have still done a pretty good job of course but, but bill skarsgård was amazing yeah he was great did you see uh there's a thing an alternate beginning on oh on- uh, where where it's like <laughs> where georgie was just like no i'm cool yeah, and walks off and Pennywise like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, like little things, you know, like that was actually his eye going to the side, Bill Skarsgård, because yeah. like his eye is lazy. Uh-huh. And so he's like, he's just always wanted to put it in a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it was great. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. I loved it. I mean, absolutely loved it. I, I can't wait to see where part two takes us. Can't wait to see who's going to be playing in part two. I know I, every once in a while I check IMDb to see if there's been any cast references. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill Skarsgård's the only one. Hmm. Just saying. Well. I mean, okay. So anything else? With, yeah. With my it? number one. Oh. No. Well, let me, let me, let me run down a couple of, a couple Honorable of other mentions? ones. Okay. That my um sorry, I cannibalized your last two on your list. I know. What the heck? Yeah. I should have done them first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number five was it. Okay. <laughs> so um Well, they weren't in any uh, order. No, they weren't. <laughs> so honorable mentions, uh ones that uh I thought were especially um a lot better than expected. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, the new Kong. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Kong School Island? Uh, 
Yeah, absolutely loved it. And I am so pumped for the continuation of the Godzilla King Kong m- movie universe. Oh, yeah. I, I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, um, I haven't watched a King Kong film since the one done in 87 or 78. Really? The Kong 2 one? Yeah, the, the, the bad one. Uh, I think it was 78, was right? So bad. Yeah, like 78, 77, something like that. Yeah, I never saw Peter Jackson's, never saw the one that came out before this. Peter Jackson's was like almost a shot for shot faithful remake of the one in the 30s. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Huh. This one, um, you know, disregards any of that. You know, it's it's a complete like new movie set in the 70s. Um in Vietnam era, right? Yeah. And uh it's really good. Huh. Yeah. Can you hear the dogs uh, barking? A little bit, but it'll be fine. Yeah, okay. Um New Blade Runner 2049 was uh a, a lot of people gave that one flack because it was kind of slow and really long, but so was the first one. <laughs> Yeah. Besides being really long, the first Blade Runner was only like an hour and a half, like the original, yeah. whatever. Um, but uh, there was some good subversion of some tropes in there, some some twists you're not really expecting. Um, but you know, it kind of work. It works out and it makes sense. Uh, I think. I think there is a definitive answer to whether or not Decker is a replicant in it. Um. But it's still very, very vague. But I, I think it gives an answer. Uh, okay, here's one that nobody else seemed to like. <laughs> yeah, I got two more. It'll be quick. Right? No, that's fine. Uh, um, the, so here, here's another one. No one else but me liked uh, Alien Covenant. Not even joking. I have seen that movie probably like four times. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but here's the other thing. I'm a huge Prometheus fan. Boo, get them off. Get them off the show. Where's the pitchforks? I've seen that movie probably like eight times. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I will, like, if there's nothing good on TV, I'll just watch Prometheus. I'm not even joking. Oh, really? (laughs) Why? uh, What? I said, why? (laughs) Because unlike all the other diehard alien fans, I actually like where... Ridley Scott's going with the AI and and David and stuff like that. Hmm. It's super interesting to me. Well, maybe you should start a little fan site and you can make. Maybe some, I should make some little little porn stories with you and your new alien, <laughs> <laughs> you and your new alien friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? I'm just saying you're gonna obviously dip into the fan fiction. Oh, obviously, <laughs> I never thought about it until just now, and now I feel like it might be my life's calling. Yeah, now I want to reject every thought that follows that's not related. Um, I'm gonna go cancel all the projects I'm working on uh-huh. and put my devote my full attention to this. Yeah. Okay, and and the last one, uh, the the Will Smith movie, Bright. Ew. <laughs> really. Yeah, have you watched it? No, I won't watch it. Also, you're also not like a like a fantasy uh, movie person. No, I, and I, I don't like Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I, that's fine. I think He's Will Smith's super okay. racist in this. Oh, really? 
Uh, I think he's actually okay. I don't like Will Smith movies. And honestly, because so many of them are the blockbusters and I don't do the blockbuster. Like, it's not that I don't do them. I'll watch them every once in a while, but I don't like big blockbuster films. I know that Bright's not one of them. No, it's not. It's it's basically like if Rosencrantz and Gilder Stern were in Lord of the Rings. Hmm. That's what it is. It's uh, I heard somebody describe it as, you know, like if you were in a D&D campaign and like two of the town guards found the MacGuffin instead of the like the party. Like so like two like NPCs are on the quest instead of like actual heroes. And that's basically what it is. Well, that sounds yeah. interesting. I just it, it is because it's like the whole entire time they're over their head and don't know what to do. Yeah. And then there's a whole bunch of racism <laughs> against orcs. No, I mean like it's a it's a fairly large plot point. Uh, okay. Well, I'm I, as as promised. I'm cobbling together my honorable mentions. Oh. <laughs> That's what I've been. Uh, I, I thought we were gonna go. Uh, I thought we were gonna break the mold. What? Oh, nah. And and you not do it? No, but I am ready to do my number one of the year. And okay. I, I see. Okay, so wait. So are you not doing honorable mentions? Not before my number one. Oh. Okay. We, I mean, I'll do them after because that's how we've normally done it. I don't anyway, drum roll. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> All right. Well, then, <laughs> then there we go. Uh, um, so I pulled up the old podcast. I, I, I tried to find it. Couldn't find it. I could have if I clicked around enough. But we the reason that I found out that we only have uh, our last 50 episodes currently on there is because I was looking for my number one of two years ago because I believe you just go to the site. I know know. you could actually go to the site and use our search bar (laughs) and find exactly the one you want. (laughs) Well, I didn't realize that. Uh, So number one uh, of the year, I believe this guy had my number one of 2015 as well. Um, but I'm not sure I could be totally off. Uh, this is a film written and directed by the same writer and director of bone Tomahawk. Mm. It's a film starring Vince Vaughn. (laughs) I know what you're going to say and I haven't watched it, but I really want to. It's brawl and cell block 99. Holy shit. I actually had, uh, had meant to suggest that for the show. And then, um, we did something else like attack the killer donuts or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The first time I saw the, the poster of it, I was like, Vince Vaughn. And it's like the back of his head and it's bloodied. And I'm thinking that like Vince Vaughn, he's just going to be like some wise cracking, like fast talking new inmate. It's basically going to be the the plot of Undercover Brother, where like someone's showing him around, and he keeps getting getting into fights, you know. Undercover. No, oh, not Undercover Brother. Different Eddie. Because that is completely different. What was it? What's the name of that guy? His name Eddie Griffin, right? The the dude from Undercover, Undercover Brother. Brother. Yeah. yeah. No, okay, the new guy is the movie I'm thinking of. 
It, well, shit. Anyway, there's an Eddie Griffin movie where, where some some nerd is, becomes the new inmate and he has to scare him. Do you remember? Okay. It is the new guy. No. Anyway, I feel like you're making it up. Oh man, maybe I'm, maybe I'm totally yeah. Because the new guy is him like changing schools or something. DJ the Qualls. new guy also has uh, DJ Qualls. Yeah, and it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I, I think it's Van Wilder you're thinking of. Yeah. Well, this film. Uh, all right. So Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah. Dude, it is not like that. It is just straight up like you want to watch a nihilistic movie? Watch it. There's no hope. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> and, and the the plot. And let me just give you the, the synopsis of, of what okay. it is. Because yeah, lay it on me. Because the title of the film doesn't sell it well. And the. The title of the film sounds like it's a direct to DVD action movie. And it was, <laughs> but I mean, but like, but like a really generic action movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got like, you. like, uh, what was that one with, uh, basically, um, the one with Sylvester Stallone fortress or whatever, where he like went oh, into yeah. a, yeah, that was terrible. To, yeah. But that's what it feels like. Uh, <laughs> it was him and, and Schwarzenegger, huh? Yeah, something like that. Okay, so, um, yeah, so I'm not sure that the official synopsis is this. And if you don't want to hear this and figure that this is spoilers for some reason, whatever. Vince Vaughn lands in jail. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, he lands in jail and he owes a guy something. The guy tells him, and he's in a low security jail or, or medium is, security okay. jail. Okay. The guy tells him, sends a messenger there and tells him that his, Vince Vaughn's pregnant wife has been kidnapped until mm-hmm. he repays his, his debt to him. And he's like, I'm in jail. Like, what the, what the <laughs> hell? You know? Yeah. And he's like, well, there's someone I want dead. In cell block 99 of a high security other prison. And he's like, what the hell? And he's like, you know, you have 30 days. <laughs> and so. No, so he's got to go to like. He's just got to get something. Yeah. To get. The new, yeah. And, and he's he's like, you know, otherwise. And this is where the spoilers m- might be spoiler territory. But I feel that this is too much that I can't not tell you. Uh, and And subsequently the other people. So if he doesn't, obviously his wife's in jeopardy because these are bad guys, but his wife, dudes, they have a, they have a (laughs) very special, uh, very specialized, uh, abortion doctor that will ensure that his child, his pregnant wife, his child can, will be born limbless. (gasps) What? Yes. I was like, oh my God. Like, he's like, we'll, we'll clip it. If she's born at all, she'll be born limbless. God. Yeah. And he's like, so that is the plot of the movie. And you're like, when you hear, cause it takes like 30 minutes to get to this point. And the movie's only about an hour and a half, but you know, uh, when you hear that, there's like a knot of dread in your stomach. Like, oh God. Right. 
And that knot never lets up from that point on. You have Don Johnson as a mean, mean security guard or mean, mean warden. And Don Johnson. Yes. Yes. Don Johnson. And it is the the film's insane. Now, I will say some of the special effects um, are questionable. (laughs) They're I mean, like the the arm breaks and shit are awesome because there's lots of arm breaks. (laughs) Anyway. Arm breaks and stuff are awesome, but like whenever they get into some of the other ones, it kind of is reminiscent of trauma sometimes. Uh huh. Like where they're smashing a purely inflatable head. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of head smashing. Is there one? <laughs> oh, that's the main one I'm talking about. But uh, but yeah, but that's his main mode of attack smashing heads. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the the story is so. Like good, and it, it harkens back to the tone of like Reservoir Dogs to me. Okay, like where you're just like, oh my god! Like first time I saw Reservoir Dogs, it was like, holy shit, this is just bad. You know, like yeah. just just like wow, bad. Uh, yeah, it's like literally a Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah, so everyone dies. Yeah, <laughs> like spoilers uh, for Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this imagine like it, that scene. You know, the ear cutting scene. And mm-hmm. all that. Imagine like that tension throughout like thirty minutes, and that's how this film is. <laughs> not that's not rough. like just like oh god, why, why? <laughs> like for a while. Why, Vince Vaughn? I thought you were gonna crash a wedding. <laughs> yeah, he he's real aggro whenever Owen Wilson's not there. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, I mean. It also reinforces Vince Vaughn as like a a pretty good actor. This might be the the performance of his career. I think he's very much like Jean Claude Van Damme in that way. <laughs> <laughs> so he's actually a pretty good actor. It's just uh, he takes shit roles. Yeah, I like I like Vince Vaughn, but this like his acting is really really good. And then also he is like physically intimidating in this film in a way that you'd never suspect out of like Vince Vaughn, you know? Yeah. Like, cause when you say hardcore, <laughs> like prison action movie, I'm like, okay, that could, that's going to be pretty brutal. And then you say starring Vince <laughs> Vaughn. I'm like, no, thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I said, I saw the poster and I laughed and was like, that's going to be a romp. You know? <laughs> No, I mean, literally, I turned it on. I've been sick for the past week. I I saw this on New Year's Eve, you know, Mm -hmm. and this was right whenever I was coming down, like being sick. I couldn't sleep. And I I turned it on at five in the morning. I'd red boxed it the night before. Didn't get around to it. I forgot what else I rented, but it was nowhere near as good as this. And so anyway, uh, turned it on at five in the morning. And like, I was like, oh, my God, I just on New Year's Eve saw my favorite movie of the year. Like. So good. But I also had no hype. So maybe I've ruined it. Yeah. So. No, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. That's why I was going to suggest it to the, or for the show. Yeah. It's good. Real good. So that, that, that's mine. Cool. Vince Vaughn making the top. Yeah. It's like, it's 1998 again. Yeah. Wasn't Bone Tomahawk (laughs) my favorite film two years ago? I think it was. If it wasn't, it was up there. Yeah. but I know it was at least on the list. All right. And then my, I'm not going to take a long time with uh, honorable mentions. 
But mm-hmm. I will say both Gerald's Game and 1922, Stephen, Stephen King adaptations that landed on Netflix mm-hmm. right after it. Both of them would be there. As would He's got so much more stuff coming out in 2018, too. Yeah. I'd like to have his money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of money coming in. For, I think for, I saw some like infographic. He makes like $200 a word or something like that. Really? Yeah. That's insane. I mean, like, not, that's not what the publisher's paying him, obviously. <laughs> that's just like what he's making. Yeah. How off. much he's like earned or like his books and stuff have earned. Uh, uh okay so john wick 2 i still haven't seen it really? is it as good as the first one it's different but i mean it's got some of the s- cooler action scenes i've seen in a while did they kill another dog of his no like it, <laughs> it's like damn it they keep killing my puppies no like they they call a mark up you know and he won't repay it and they're mm-hmm. like they're like oh you gotta repay it and he's like fucking fight me <laughs> you know <laughs> And so that's basically the film. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's pretty good. It's a good film. Um, and then I don't know if it deserves to be on this list, but I mean, hell, it's honorable mentions. Life. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I did, too. Um, yeah. And I know the ending was super predictable. Yeah. Right. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's exactly how I was hoping it would end. Like, let's put it that way. <laughs> well, uh, all right. So now we get into our New Year's resolutions for the podcast. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't make them? Uh, um, I, I guess keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, I hope everybody has had a happy New Year and wish y'all the best for 2018. We will be back in... Two or three weeks, I'm not sure. Um, with two weeks would be the end of the the month, right? Yeah, and then three weeks would be in like the first weekend of February. Yeah, is that right? Um, I might be in Colorado. Wait, you're going to be in Colorado in the first week of February? I might. I definitely will be. Really? Yeah, <laughs> Colorado buddies. <laughs> Why? I'm visiting my brother-in-law. He's stationed there. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. My sister's moving. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Let's talk about this off the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you on a few weeks, maybe a month at most. And we might see each other in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, we're not going to, though. Why would I do that? <laughs> this is Wolfman Jack. You've been listening to B-movies and e-books. And you can check out these crazy cats every two weeks or so on iTunes, Stitcher, and I don't know other places. So anyway, leave them a five-star review. Also, check them out on Twitter at B&E-Pod. And subscribe to the B&E Master Feed if you're a fan and you're a real cool daddy. podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmoviesandebooks.com.